Learn how to get your first 1,000 YouTube subscribers. Join our Patreon page now. Link in the description. It's showtime! Hey. Hi everyone, welcome for another episode of the Puppet Podcast. I'm Caro Bidi and uh, I'm doing this podcast with my boyfriend. We want to help the community. We want to promote puppetry art. So we build the Puppet Podcast. We have the Puppet Podcast tips to help the promotion, the online promotion. We have those workshops. Yesterday, we have this amazing workshop with Danny Joe about web series. If you haven't get the chance to tune in, just have a look on our Patreon and, and check this out. It's really, it was a great moment of like discussing about the past and how the TV was influenced by puppetry, but how the TV world, the retro world of puppetry get influenced. It was like really, really interesting. So yeah, so tonight I have someone from Massachusetts and I'm really happy that we, we get the timing and we are together in this show. So I will just bring him in the screen and we will talk about our art. So it's, he's a magician, a musician and a puppeteer. Please welcome Scotty Swab. Hey, what's up guys? Thanks for having me. This is awesome. I'm so excited to do this. This is really cool. Yeah. yeah. Hey, everybody in uh, internet TV land. Yes. I've always wanted to say that. Yeah. So people will get in like slowly sometime. They, they, they arrive. So everyone cool. is welcome. Arrive. And uh, feel free, people, to just uh, write on the, the chat where you're from. And, and yeah, Scotty and me could uh, saw that and just be impressed about the international interview that we will uh, do in a minute. International, oh. this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, Scotty, puppeteer, magician, musician. You work in school. You have your shows. Like, I want you to to introduce yourself on on the Puppet Podcast about like your journey towards okay. puppetry. Cool. Awesome. Okay. So, I started. Uh, I've been playing guitar, and I've been making music. Started playing guitar in 1984. I'm old. I'm 45. I'll be 46 in November. So you, don't, you, you don't look like it. Yeah, I saw that hard party, and I did in my younger days. Um, so I started making music, but then I was really into magic when I was a kid. I had a magic kit. Um, I had a few magic kits, but then, you know, I didn't really take it seriously. It was just kind of fun because... There was a lot of magicians on television at the time. Yeah. You know, there was David Copperfield. There was Harry Blackstone Jr. So I was really into magic. And I slightly was into puppets a little bit, but not a whole bunch. Like, of course, like everybody else in the world, I watched Sesame Street and I watched The Muppet Show. And I had, you know, some stuffed animals and I had some, some you know, Fisher-Price, Kermit the Frog puppets and Sesame Street puppets. But I wasn't really, really into puppets i was really into magic and so i just kind of started like working on magic and then as i got older i kind of forgot about it and started you know playing guitar more and then i started focusing on being in bands and then fast forward to like 1997 um the david blaine uh special came out remember david blaine the magician yeah, oh, I, I, I'm not. Uh, I think I have like more the French Canadian culture, so sometimes I'm, yeah. I'm lost about him in America. Well, David but. Blaine is a uh, street magician. 
Okay. I'm using Fringer because he's not really a street magician. He's a he performs on the street, um, and it was a reality style kind of show, mm. kind of like guerrilla style with like camera, and, you know. And it was really cool. He kind of just brought new life into the into magic, and so after that, I was like, oh my gosh, magic got cool again. So <laughs> I started, I started like learning, relearning things, and then I started like performing, and then I put a show together. And the first show I did was Shriners Hospital. That's a children's hospital here in the States. Mm. Um, so I did a full hour show. I brought, I just brought my whole trunk of magic. I didn't have an act. I just did everything. Mm. And it was awesome. And I had a great time. And then um, around 2000, 1999, 2000, I moved to Los Angeles. And then I was doing it there as well. I started doing birthday parties. And then I got a job at a magic shop. I got a job at place called Hollywood Magic. It's no longer there. <laughs> if anybody from Los Angeles is watching, you probably remember where Hollywood Magic is. And if you don't, it's right next to, or it was right next to where Fredericks of Hollywood is on Hollywood Boulevard, right next to the costume shop. Anyways, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's I got a monument. A, yeah, it's a beautiful place. It was great. I met a lot of great magicians. Um, learned a lot of great magic being there you know a lot of stuff that you can't find in regular books because it's not open to the public so i learned yeah. some really cool magic i met some great magicians got to go to the hollywood uh, the magic castle in hollywood a few times um if you ever get a chance to go to los angeles and uh, try to get to the magic castle it's a really great place to see some magic um so yeah that happened and then so after a while i was doing magic shows i was doing birthday parties but then I was like, ooh, I know, puppets. <laughs> when they, they go like they go together, magic and puppets. It just, it just makes sense. Yeah, you are kind of the second person in the puppet podcast who said that. Like Chris Gard really? from UK also yeah. talk about this. Uh, so I maybe mean, we'll put your episode together, the magic. <laughs> that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, we could do a special episode. But yeah, it just makes sense to me. Like what kid... Uh, or anybody really who doesn't like magic and puppets like it's it's just a no-brainer so <laughs> um so i started learning how to build puppets i would go to the library and back then you know there weren't any there was no there's zero online you know mm -hmm. guys like adam um and all these all these great puppet builders there were no there were no youtube videos on how to make puppets so all the books that I got were like all these archaic books from like the 1960s, you know, like hand, you know, like the hand puppets, like the, yeah. it was like all those books. And it was terrible. I was like, I don't want to learn how to. And, and then, so um, the first puppet I built, I took, I took a carton, like a milk carton, like a plastic uh -huh. milk carton. <laughs> and I took red felt and I, I, uh, I glued it. <laughs> to the carton and I cut like a mouth and I made eyes and I just had this thing. <laughs> it was, it was terrible. Oh, and I would also buy like Nerf balls and like just cut paper eyes out and like make and like cut holes like a bowling ball in the back. And like, uh -huh. <laughs> those, those are my, those are my puppets. And then I met a really great puppeteer. Uh, his name is Ricky Vincent. He's on Facebook. Uh, yeah, I think I think he's in San Diego now. But when okay. I met him, he was in Anaheim, and he's this big, huge biker-looking dude. 
He's got Disney tattoos all over his body, like all his legs. And he looks like this scary giant dude, but he's the sweetest guy in the world. And <laughs> we met, we met literally across the street at this cafe, across the street from Disneyland. And he was like looking at my pup and he's like, and, and I was just waiting for him to just like, dude, this sucks. But he's like, this is what you want to do. And he's like, like a step-by-step guide on how to build puppets. And then oh. eventually I went to his studio. I saw some of his puppets and I was really inspired. So yeah, that's just kind of my journey. And then from there, I'm here now making my own puppets and, you know. That's so, there, so yeah. amazing. It's kind of like an unusual path, but at the same time, so full of truth and authenticity. It's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so are you ready for my deep question about puppetry? Here we go. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we are. So let's, let's talk about why. Why do you cherish the art of puppetry? I cherish the art of puppetry because you can take you could take something that doesn't exist, you could an inanimate object and you could make make it like you could make it become alive. You could you could do anything like I, my yeah. phone it could be a puppet, it, you know, it's just you know, you could just he's, he's looking for the he's waiting for the bus. He's just yeah. like looking yeah, you know what I mean. Like you could, just, like anything could be. It's like magic. It's the same thing. Like you take something and you and you make you take nothing and make something out of it. Yeah, the illusion. It's, it's the it. illusion of yeah of something being alive and something that's can express itself. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. great. I think it's beautiful. I think, and not just the stuff. I like. I particularly love hand and rod puppets because. That's the generation I grew up in, like Sesame Street and my Muppets. Yeah. But I also love shadow puppetry, and I love puppetry with like in with just objects. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or I just love, I love what you can do with nothing. Yeah. And creating something. It's a yeah. lot of power. Like as a musician, you have a a musician, you have power on the sound. Like now on the image and. Yeah, the magic brings brings. I I understand your your vision on this. I think it's kind of like yeah. a lot of stuff. And I yeah. want to know the the moment you talk a bit about it. But how did your crush for puppetry happen? Do you have like a moment, maybe in the childhood oh, yeah. or a specific yep. moment? Okay, so again, Muppets, Sesame Street. When I was a kid, but what really got me was H.R. Puffin stuff. Uh, Sid and Marty Croft from the 70s. They're these giant puppets that uh, they looked really weird and they were like really funky looking. And like it was really like um, if you could ever go on an acid trip without actually taking acid, that's what the show was. <laughs> but it was for kids. So it was like these really giant, like funky looking puppets. Google HR puppet stuff when we were done. Or you know, look it up on on Instagram or YouTube. Yeah. So that's what kind of that's what kind of got me going. I just like the the idea of like these, these giant puppets doing these weird things and telling <laughs> these funny stories. And it wasn't necessarily like you know, like Sesame Street had like 
they're teaching you letters and numbers, but these dudes were like going on adventures and doing weird stuff. And I just thought it was cool, you know? <laughs> and then, um, I, I, and then I remember the first, I don't know how old I was. I must've been like three or four, maybe, maybe five, but I maybe four. I don't know. But I went to my first real puppet show at this mall in California when I was a kid. Um, and, and the person that was babysitting me at the time took me and I was think I think it was with her kids as well. But I remember it was in this, in, in this room at the mall and there was a stage and it was a frog puppet, but it wasn't like a Kermit the Frog puppet. Mm -hmm. It was like a, just a regular green puppet. But what really freaked me out is it talked back. Puppets <laughs> never talked back before. It was crazy. I'm so used to seeing like he broke the the fourth wall or whatever, and like I wasn't, and it, it freaked me out, and I ran out. I left. I, I was like, I'm not ready, and uh, <laughs> I freaked out. I remember I went to the person, and like I was like, I'm freaking out, and she's like, Look, it's fine. Go back in there. It's not gonna. And so I go back because there is this. There's like one part fear, one part curiosity. Yeah. That like I was scared, but I was really like I kept wanting to go. It's like it's like the first time I I swam, I jumped into the deep end and then I paddled my way up. It was like that. <laughs> I'm scared, but also I just don't I I just like it was the fear, but it was like the also like like the curiosity. And then I went back in and then he started talking to me again. And then this time he's <laughs> this time this puppet like spat water at us and that really freaked me out i was like okay first he's talking now he's spitting water i'm not ready i left again i ran out of the room again i think i did it like three times and until the, he the puppeteer was like look kid either in or out like you gotta you gotta cut it out it's just funny but that's what kind of and then that just kind of morphed into other things and i wasn't really again i wasn't really I didn't know that I could do this for a living. I didn't know that this was something that you could do for real. I thought you mm -hmm. had to be on television or you had to be, you know, fame, whatever. I didn't know that you could just do it. But that's yeah. kind of like, it kind of morphed into this thing and I just love it. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I just enjoy it. Yeah. It, it's so interesting, the fear and the curiosity feeling i think it's something mm -hmm. real for people and we yeah. get some comment when you were saying this story and sarah nolan or saying scotty what's up sarah <laughs> yes <laughs> so we have plenty of people who comment like uh, Ter terence also and and hi edwin like i'm happy to see everyone that's oh. kind of a, hey terrence oh wow <laughs> yeah we have people watching and it's kind of uh, i i really understand this kind of like uh you know like it's love and hate at the same time of the puppetry and i think that's that's what as puppeteer we we bring to children they they at some point like oh i want to see i want to touch but no but it's yeah. so interesting well, I noticed when I when I bring a puppet somewhere, some kids are like they grab it, and then some kids are just like you know they're not ready because it's so real. I think that's the same thing that I felt when I was a kid at that puppet show because I never mm -hmm. experienced a puppet up close before. I was always on television, yeah. and and I think so. Like when I when I bring a puppet somewhere, 
some kids are curious and some kids are just like, cause it's just so it's talking to you. It's looking at you. Yeah. It's free. It's a little bit freaky. <laughs> it's weird. Bumps are weird. But so, I, I get it. Yeah. We said it. We said it. It's a bit weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, it's bring me with my next question because it's kind of interesting to ask you as you have like an unusual path, like in your opinion, what would be the best field of study to become a puppeteer? I mean, so I, there's no real one. There's for me, I just kind of jumped into it, you know, yeah. and I just kind of like, I just kind of like got gigs. Like I, when I started, I was living in Los Angeles and at that time there was a strike. There's a, like a SAG strike. So mm. nobody could work. So I started getting all this work because I was just like this guy. And so I thought I was amazing. I thought I was this amazing puppeteer. So I kept getting all these gigs. <laughs> so I think jumping into it, I think finding gigs and just finding your own path is a great way. That's kind of how I got into magic and, and music though. Like I'm just, I'm just that guy that's just like, I'm curious about something. I'm just, I'm going to do it. I'm going to figure out a way to make it work. And, yeah. I, and I have so far, but also now that you have the internet and you have all these great websites and, and Facebook like group pages and, Books, I'm way more books than I have that were around than when I started. Um, I think, I think meeting other people, like when I met Ricky, like finding someone, finding finding a mentor, and just having them like guide you. Mm. And don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't. Uh, there's this book, uh, the Phone Book by uh, Gray Seals Puppets. Are you familiar with the Phone Book? No. It's, just, it's a great book if you're okay. if you're first starting out and making foam based puppets get that book but the first rule in this book it says the first rule of puppetry is there are no rules of puppet making is there are no rules and that's so that's when people are so worried about how to build or how to you know what is pus what a puppet supposed to be like or look like there aren't any rules so uh -huh. i think i think formal i think formal training is great i think if you can, get, if you get into UConn, you can take that class. I think it's awesome. But I also think sometimes learning on your own that way you don't stifle your creativity. You know mm. what I mean? You're not afraid to yeah. try things. I think both. But for me, I'm you know I'm a little punk rock. I like kind of do just doing my own thing and figure it out my own way. And <laughs> That's taking carton milk cartons and making puppets. So. <laughs> That's totally fine. I think that's what's make the beauty of this community. Yeah. It's yeah. and and Terence also uh, acknowledge yeah. the great book. Like it's a great name. book. Yeah. yeah. So maybe I, I we could put the link so people below yeah. the, the the interview could like buy it and and just yeah. start watching that. Yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, and the next question is about your definition because I always like to ask every puppeteer, do you have your own definition of what is a puppet? Yeah, um, and, I, and I think I said a little bit earlier, my, yeah. my definition is um, taking nothing and making something, you know, taking... I like taking, that. 
taking whatever you have around you and fi figuring a way to make it do what you want or make it look how you want. Like, yeah, yeah. I think, I think taking nothing and making something is my definition of puppetry. Yeah. And, and I love that you had like, as like what you want, because it's so much inten intentional, like you, you, as a puppeteer, you have to put the intention. I will do that. Like, yeah. so it's really interesting. You, you have like, it. Like, what do I want this puppet to do? Do I need it to blink? Do I need the fingers to move? And you have to figure that out yourself. You, you don't have a plan and you don't have like, you don't have like, a, like directions. You just kind of you take what you have around you and you make it work. And I think that's awesome. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. totally agree. And do you feel our art, like, do you think puppet art is in an ascension right now or it's getting less popular? What is your vision? I think it's like, especially with the Muppets coming back again uh, to <laughs> Disney Plus, I think. I'm not, it's not a cheap plug. Um, <laughs> but I think, I don't think it ever went away. Same thing with magic. I think like it's just, It it, it it there was a lull for a while, but I think it's like coming back. But but with puppetry, I was talking about magic. But with puppetry, especially with like Dragon Con and like all these cool, like you know, Comic Con things, and I think I don't think it ever went away. And people, and not it's not just kids either. I think adults like my age or younger. People love puppets and people love the idea of holding a puppet and seeing a puppet up close and wanting to learn. People want to, I've taught so many like workshops with very little, like very few kids and mostly adults sometimes because people love puppetry. Yeah. I don't think it's, yeah, I think, I think it's always going to be like, especially now because of the internet and all these things that are happening on television and, Yeah. Frank Anchors and all these movies and everything, I think, yeah. Yeah, totally. But, uh, like, the next question is about, like, the full potential. So do you feel puppetry has reached its full potential or maybe we still have room for improvement there's, about the art? There's always room for improvement. They, I think. I think with the advancement of, like, with all this new technology and with all this, like mm. all these things that we have at our fingertips, I think we could do so much more as, you know, I went to a puppet slam at a uh, puppet show place in yeah. Boston. And there was this guy doing puppetry with himself. He was like, it was a video and he was interacting with himself, but there could be so much more to that though. You know what I mean? Like that was just like the, That was just like the tip of the iceberg. I think you yeah. could do so much with technology and like interactive animatronics or everything. I think there's so much. It's the same thing with music. There's so many, everyone's so used to a certain music being made a certain way or magic being done a certain way, but people create all the time. There's guys that do magic shows with, televisions and they're pulling things out of the screen 
and it becomes real and you know what I mean? And I think we could do that with puppetry too. I think we yeah. could do all sorts of fun stuff. And there's no endless possibilities. We just gotta, again, no rules. You gotta just make something happen. It's yeah. the same thing. And yeah. I think that's why I've been, that's why I gravitated towards all three because it's just a way to create. And and I, I don't I don't like rules. <laughs> I don't Your like punk rock side. <laughs> yeah, I don't like people telling me how to do things. I just kind of want to figure it out. Yeah, and I like to experiment. I like to use sound. I I like to experiment with sound and and different things. And I like taking all three of those and putting them together. And not necessarily per se for a magic show or a puppet show, but just just using my brain to like figure out how to smash them all together. Yeah, you know. the multidisciplinary aspect is kind of also something yeah. and as part of the improvement to to bring technology. I I totally agree on that. Yeah, that's so, that's great. So I think there's I think there's so much more we can do with puppetry. I'm just I'm waiting for I'm waiting for the next thing. I want to see what happens <laughs> next. Yeah, yeah. Let's be curious about the future. Yeah. I want to know if you have a a biggest like purpose as a puppeteer. I do. My end game. So where I live is in uh, Springfield, Massachusetts. I've, I've lived all over, um, but I Massachusetts is uh, Springfield in particular is uh, a lower incomes like inner city. So there are a lot of kids that don't get art here. There are a mm. lot of kids that don't. Like puppet troops aren't coming to Springfield. That's just not gonna happen because there's no budget and like you know they don't even sometimes they don't even realize that they're here. They don't think about it, you yeah. know. And so I like to, even though I complain about my neighborhood because it's really terrible, but at the same time, I like that I can when the library was open. I like going to the library and, and bringing puppets and like hanging out and like doing stuff with the kids. You know, I did a, a puppet show and I did a, a workshop of like a simple paper bag make, you know, puppet workshop. But they loved it because they don't get that. So that's mm -hmm. my purpose. My purpose is to bring puppetry into different areas, like lower income areas and show kids that like you don't have to just play sports or dance or, you know, there's other things you can do and you look, you can look like me and you could you could do that you know i think it's cool so i want to i want to be able to do that everywhere though not just here but in different countries i want to take my puppets and go different places and that's wow. my that's my end game yeah that's my I end game. love this it's so much like it's philanthropic like you help human being you help yeah. humanity it's i don't even think it like that uh, but you know i get i mean yeah i've never really thought about it like that i just like i want to be the cool weird dude <laughs> that comes to libraries and just like you know <laughs> yeah. but we need weird dude who come yeah. and do some some funny stuff with children and yeah with and then they, they sometimes like they recognize me on the street it's just funny they're like yeah you were at my school i was like yeah it's me <laughs> yeah, so it's pretty cool. Yay! And uh, where do you see puppetry art in ten years? I hope 
hopefully, like I, you know, I hope there's, like again, I hope there's more uh, advancements in like puppet technology. I hope there's like, I hope we don't just stay where we are right now. And I feel mm -hmm. like we're, regardless of, well, especially for television, I think we, because it's just easy and a lot of producers want that. And I and I know there's a lot of puppeteers out there that want to experiment more and they, but they don't have, they don't have the means or they don't, you know what I mean? They don't have like any opportunities to do that. So I, yeah. I want, I want us to be able to like do bigger things. I want us to do, get out of what, what's normal in puppetry and try different things. Yeah. Yeah. To, to bring it that another level or another level. Yeah. A larger scale or mm -hmm. yeah something fun something like you know like yeah interactive puppetry with like you know with many puppeteers doing different things but mixing the two somehow i don't know yeah yeah but it's positivity i enjoy yeah, it yeah let's get out of the box and let's, let's mix do our something arms. let's do something cool yeah yeah let's wish that and yeah to conclude i always want to to see maybe a puppet so do you have a puppet near you you would I've got like to bring so many puppets near me. okay so <laughs> i'm gonna bring out this one because i just got it um i just ordered it from um Luna's Puppets, Kevin Gorby, Luna's Puppets. Yeah. Uh, this is like my fifth puppet that I, I got from him. Oh, hopes they're falling, sorry. <laughs> All right. This is, this is, I mean, Yeah. Hi. Uh, there we go. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Can't really, I can't, where, where am I look? Where am I looking? <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of opposite guy. It's yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like a TV monitor. Right? Yes, it's opposite. Wait. There we go. There we go. <laughs> yes. So yeah, this is this is me for my. I have a new show uh, that's soon to be titled. Um, you saw you saw the um, the logo on on my yeah on my Instagram. Yeah, my Instagram is Puppet Dojo. The Puppet Dojo. If you guys are uh, on Instagram or Facebook, uh, I'm sorry. Um, Twitter is uh, Mr. Fuzznoggin, Scotty Swan. Well, maybe they'll send links. I don't know. We'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, we could you guys put it them. below, below yeah. the interview. Let's yeah. hashtag all the thing we need and yeah. <laughs> you want to be uh, in the show? I'm a star. Yeah. I can give you the full screen if you want for a second, just to okay. Yeah. Ex ex so I, I I come back. See you. Hi, hi everyone. I don't have a voice for him yet, so you gotta gotta give me a minute. So yeah, this is a this is the new this is the new puppet. All right, I guess. Uh, yeah, you can you can maybe tell a joke a little. <laughs> <laughs> Not prepare. <laughs> knock knock. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I don't. I was kidding. I was kidding. <laughs> With technology, we can we can switch. That's fun. But it, it's a great puppet. I love this yeah. eyes. It's really communicative. So what I love about Kevin's work is like it doesn't look like 
anything that you see on television. It's a unique, the eyes and down, even down to the ears and just like everything. Like he's just, uh -huh. oh, there I can see. There we go. <laughs> but um yeah no i just i really dig i it's it's um it's a lot bigger than i thought it was gonna be uh-huh yeah but it, looks, but it looks great i love it i just like how's yeah. my hair they are great thanks yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah no i dig it i dig this puppet so this yeah is a new show. so i ordered this and i got the logo because um I was supposed to be at, uh, I think it's this month. It was supposed to be uh, this con I was going to go to in DC called the Blurred Con, uh -huh. but it got canceled, obviously. Um, so I was going to perform and teach some workshops and do some other things. But mm -hmm. so I have it for next year. Yeah. So, you, know, so can, you you will know the guy like the the yeah, puppet. Yeah, exactly. Time. I can. I'll have a personality. He'll have his own voice and. Yeah, no, I, uh, yep. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Yeah, so that's amazing. Again, I, I just like enjoy to, to share this art, but also the, that you combine the magic and the music and, and yeah. how it, it's kind of connected with the practice. It really is. Yeah. 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 That's so cool. So if people want to see more of what you do or contact you or where yeah. they, they should go. Instagram is the main, the Puppet Dojo at Instagram is where I shoot like videos and, and like pictures of puppets and that's the main. Yeah, go to, go to Instagram. If you don't have yeah. Instagram, you should probably get an Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Facebook is dead. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, every, everybody's on Facebook too. Oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, it combine combine all the social yeah. media and spread yeah. all over. Yeah. But yeah, Instagram yeah. is really a good platform for yeah for sharing art. And it's, a, it's and it's a great way to communicate with other puppeteers. That's how I met you, and that's yeah I met most of the puppeteers and connect with everyone. It's a great way to connect with other puppeteers. Yes, yeah. people in art. Period. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's great to have you. Thank you so much for your Thank you time. for having me. Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> we connect the dots. We know the, the network. Oh, okay, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so the future will be big and we we could bet every puppeteer at some point in yeah. America. And I will also shout out to all the puppeteers of color out there. I see you guys. Keep doing what you do. It's awesome. Noel, Chris, everybody um yeah 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 aileen was there terence yeah. yeah who's there they are who, who yes so thank you everyone to, for watching that scotty i will just do the last word stay there we we could chat after the interview yay bye bye bye, bye. <laughs> bye. everyone thank you so much for watching the show again and yeah we have a, another one with donovan Zimmerman yes Wednesday so stay tuned for another episode of the Puppet Podcast and have a look on every platform Patreon YouTube and share the good love for puppetry hey have a good evening learn how to get your first 1000 YouTube subscribers join our Patreon page now link in the description